It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonsoir means good evening in French. Bonsoir, c'est Simon. It's Simon Marcel. Welcome to The Rendezvous. We're going to talk love. We're going to talk relationships, romance. But before I start, I just want to state one thing. I've heard all week, I've heard weeks before from friends of mine, married friends of mine, uh, people in relationships, in partnership and so on. This is very, very difficult. A lot of my friends, a lot of you are on edge. Let's not sugarcoat it. The confinement, the fear of what's going on, the quarantine, all of this is driving couples bananas. I understand. So here's an advice. Invest in a journal. And every day you're upset at your partner, don't vent at your partner, vent at the journal. And hopefully that will help you go through that very difficult time. But let's not pretend for a second that this is easy for couples. It is the hardest thing that so many couples have ever had to face. Extreme proximity, not easy. Any questions, call me. I'm here for you. 855-905-8255. If you want to share a romantic story of your life with me, call the rendezvous. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Shana. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. So you went online and met this guy, and then what happened after that? Well, we started talking on Zoom, and it was okay. And But I was not really that ex- excited, you know. And um, But I agreed to meet him in person. And then we met in person, and he's actually a really great guy, and we have a really good connection. <laughs> and um, we're going on our, I think, seventh real date now. <laughs> so Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I didn't trust the Zoom, even though he and he was really bad at it, and I'm glad I didn't. Okay, I need to ask you this, just in case. What do you mean by he was really bad at it? What what would you say was bad about the Zoom session with him? I think it really was because it just felt like work. It felt like a, like a work interview. It felt like not normal conversation. It was just, how many brothers and sisters do you have? You know, um, what are your hopes and dreams? It really, you know, it just didn't feel, I don't know. He was just that, like it wasn't a real conversation. It was more like question and answer. And I, yeah. And, and also like he just, the, the, I think the camera was kind of up his nose. It really wasn't flattering. It wasn't like his (laughs) pictures at all. And so when we met in person, he's much cuter in real life. I knew it. I had a feeling you're going to say he's much cuter in person. I don't know why that she's going to tell me he's much cuter in person. Wonderful. But one final question for you. What would you say to everybody else going to do a first date on Zoom that they should do better? What should that be? Uh, make sure you have good lighting and don't put the camera up your nose. <laughs> Julie <laughs> I Norton. think that's probably a good idea. Okay, great idea. Indeed, Shona. All right, I'm happy for you guys. Thank you so much for sharing that story and that piece of advice. And I wish you good luck to both of you and have a good night. All right, thank you, Simon. Thanks a lot. Now I'm going to go to my email because Vivienne overheard her boyfriend on the phone and now she's confused about what to do next. So her question is next. So Vivienne emailed me at therendezvousshow.com this question. She goes, Simon... I've heard my boyfriend on the phone complaining to someone how difficult I am to deal with and how he can't stand being stuck in the apartment with me all the time. But he doesn't know I heard him, and I don't know how to bring it up now or if I even should. What do I do? Hmm, Vivian, that's a good question. 
what should you do if you overheard your partner complaining about you, except they don't know you heard them? My answer, next. So what should you do if you overhear your partner complaining about you on a phone conversation to somebody else, but your partner doesn't know that you heard him, and so you wonder, should I bring it up, should I not bring it up? That's the question. My answer is, you should absolutely bring it up. Because an unspoken can rotten the relationship. An unspoken is something you, you want to say, but you don't. It's the fact, it's the truth, but you keep it for yourself. And then you don't digest it. It's like undigestive. You can't digest an unspoken. It never goes away. So I'd rather, Vivian, you address it. Tell him, listen, I heard you on the phone by accident, and I know you're very upset about spending all that time with me. Let's talk about it. What's going on? And maybe we should talk and, and discuss, you know, how can we improve this? Maybe you upset at him too. But no matter what, don't keep that for you and pretend it never happened. It will burn you and make you sick to your stomach if you don't talk about it. The truth has to be addressed to be resolved. That's my advice. You call the next. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Lacey. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. What's going on with your boyfriend? How can I help you? Um, I just started dating this guy. He's really cool. We've been spending a lot of time together, but I just want to slow it down a little bit. I don't want to mess things up, but I just kind of need some advice as to how to slow it down without screwing it up. Okay. What, what is it doing too fast? What do you feel is just going too fast or too forward? Well, he texts a lot, calls a lot, like actually all of the perfect things. Um, and we meet like almost every day. And there's nothing wrong with that. I just don't want to rush into anything. I see. Um, in your intuition, do you think this guy is acting normal or something is off? I think it's normal. I just don't want to walk into anything too fast. It makes me nervous. Okay. Well, um, you don't have to meet him every night, right? You can slow things down simply by saying, you know, listen, I'm a little busy. You don't have to tell him we're going to slow things down. You just have to just stop seeing him every day. Uh, answer, you know, less text and change the rhythm of the relationship because your relationship, your rhythm. So you can, by simply not seeing him all the time, and if he's, oh, you know, I miss you, say, listen, we just started to date. Uh, we, we'll take it step by step. And, I look, okay. and then you say, I look forward to the next date on uh, two days from now, just whenever. Why? Because you have to slow things down. If he doesn't slow down, then you'll feel anxious, you'll feel like you're suffocating, and then you'll feel like you want out. Exactly. Suffocating. Yep, I know the right feeling. <laughs> I think we've all been there once in our life, and also we've been on the other side, so I've been both. I've been the guy texting too much, and I've been the guy also things suffocating because things are going too fast. So I think we have to take on, on us to just say, hey, to ourselves, listen, we're not going to go every night and then take it easy. Okay, that sounds good. <laughs> okay, Lacey. Good luck to you. Call me if you have any other questions and have a good night. Thank you, Simon. Coming up, I'm going to go to my voicemail and address the question from that listener about her husband. And that's next. If you have a question for me, but you can't call during the show hours or even if the phone lines are busy for too long. Anyway, 24-7, leave me a voicemail like this one. Hi, Simon. I listen to your show every night on the way home. I love you. Um, I just got a question and I need help. 
My husband is going to be two years. We have been married. We have been together four years altogether. Um, he looks up other women and tries to message them, and he'll say, Hi, gorgeous. Love your pictures. Would like to chat sometime. Or if I was single, I would be trying to get with you. Could you just give me some advice on how I can tell my husband that I found these messages? Thank you. I mean, that's a good question. Thanks for the voicemail. How do you tell your partner when you're married to stop messaging other people? I am going to tell you how to do that next. What would you do if you were married and you find out over and over that your partner were looking at other people and sort of messaging them to kind of, you know, connect and say, hi, gorgeous. And what would you do about it? So basically, my advice is simple. If your husband reaches out to other women on social media or other ways to tell them hi, gorgeous, and this and that, it's A, against you. Two, it's passive-aggressive, and it's very rude and disrespectful to you. And you have to have a conversation about the golden rule. You can watch, but you can't touch or talk. Yes, everybody can look in the street, and it's okay to look. I've never said don't look. Everybody's looking. But the fact that he can actually send a message and try to connect with other women while he's married with you is unacceptable. And you've got to put a stop into this. And if he doesn't, then you've got to ask yourself, why would you want to stay married to somebody who acts like a pig and disrespects you? But we're not there yet. Give him a strong warning, and let's see what happens. Man, oh man, all that has to stop immediately. You call that next. If you want to share a love story, a romantic story that happened in your life, call the rendezvous. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Roger. Bonjour, Simon. Hi. Bonjour, Roger. So, something romantic happened to you and your partner. Tell me what happened. Yeah, um, my boyfriend, he's from Spain originally, and he was desperate to visit his family this summer. We usually, uh -huh. we usually visit them during the summer, and of course I couldn't go because the, the, the border is shut down or whatever to Indeed. Americans, so I couldn't go which really sucked, and I was super bummed out about it, and I was sad that we weren't going to be able to be together and I wasn't going to be able to see his family. And he's been gone for a few days, and I went to go read this book that I've been reading, and I opened up the book, and there was a beautiful little love letter from my boyfriend, and it was so sweet. And I miss him a lot, but like it was nice to know that he thought of me before he left and left me a little something. For sure. How did you feel when you found out that love letter in the book? Well, I was shocked, first of all. I was like, wait, how how did this get here? And then, I mean, he, he just, he, he had seen me reading the book, and he waited until I wasn't around, and he just slipped it in there. So it made me feel really special and nice. I mean, it made me miss him even more. I wish I could be with his family, but it was just, it was a, it was a very nice little gesture from him. Super nice. You've got to get him, too. You've got to surprise him. I don't know what you can do, but you've got to sneak a nice, sweet surprise for him, too, soon. Yeah, now i got to do something nice for him. It's true. <laughs> Definitely. And I understand, by the way, because uh, I can't go back to uh, Paris and see my own family. So, uh, you know, it's, it's complicated for all of us right now. So we got to be patient. But thank you so much for sharing that story, Roger. And best of luck thank to you and your boyfriend. Thank you so much. You know, I love Roger's story because, you know, uh, his boyfriend, before he left, left this little note in the book for him, a love note. And I just wonder, I'm going to ask you this question. When was the last time you actually did something like this 
for your partner. Let's talk about the importance of small gestures next. Question for you, let's be honest. When was the last time you did something, a small thing, romantic for your partner? Think about it. Like my last caller, Roger, his boyfriend left a note in the book before he left for Spain. That's super sweet. The thing is, it's little gestures like this that makes our relationships sweet, nice, and humane, right? Because we live in a brutal world. We need sweetness. We need kindness. And without kindness, sweetness, and so on, well, there's no connection. You take away the romance. I mean, no love without proof of love. Let me share a personal story of what my dad does for my mom, still 56 years later after being married. Next. Do you believe in the sentence, there is no love without proof of love, and that romance is the essence of a healthy relationship when it comes to connection and feeling heard and feeling seen and appreciated? Well, listen to this one. My dad, who's a big romantic back in Paris, been married to my mom for 56 years still going strong. And my dad, who told me earlier on in life to never take your partner for granted, still buys, still buys, still buys every week tulips or roses in her favorite color of my mom, red or yellow, every single week on Monday, without ever, ever stopping the tradition in 56 years. How would you feel if your partner did that for you every Monday? Fresh flowers, of your favorite color. I'm sure you would like it too. That's just, that's my dad. Great romantic. Uh, enough bragging about my family. You calls are next. 855-905-8255 is the number of the rendezvous for your questions. Heather, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. What's going on with your boyfriend? How can I help you? So, uh, we, uh, we're in the process of buying a house. And uh -huh. uh, when we first started, I had a great job, uh, but because of COVID, I got furloughed. And mm, so sorry. now he's yeah. taking quite a bit of the, the financial burden uh, that goes along with the house. And um, it's caused a lot of tension uh, in the relationship. And uh, for like the last month and a half, there's been no ooh-la-la. Uh, and see. I'm just wondering how to, how to spark that back up you know, considering the situation. I see. Okay. Um, I'm just curious, before this unfortunate event, you lost your job and all of this, how was the chemistry and the ooh-la-la between the two of you? Oh, it was great. It was, I mean, <laughs> probably more, more than average for most people. And, uh, you know, I just think he's so stressed out that all he's focused on is working. And then we're also renovating the house as well. So, you know, meeting with contractors and things like that. It's just been, it's been incredibly stressful for him. And he's, he passes out, like. <laughs> okay, so he's never rejected you. He's never said no, right? No, no, no. He's just, he falls asleep. Okay. Well, let's get him earlier then. Remember, men are very simple animals. We're visual. So okay. don't wait for like 9 or 10 o'clock p.m. If you want to re-engage that, it's very easy because men are so easy to read. All you have to do. <laughs> All you have to do is dress a little more risque, right, at okay. one point. Like before dinner, you show up a little risque, and his eyes will see you more risque looking, and immediately he's going to think, ooh-la-la. -la. And then you make your move, and, 
and you re-engage uh, on the table of the living room, for instance. <laughs> Wild. Listen, that's the point of having a partner. We can do whatever we want. We're two adults having a good time, and men are so visual, it's ridiculously simple. All right. All yeah, right? I can do that. Yeah. I'm almost certain you can do that. It's I not going to be too... I will definitely try. It's coming. Oh, listen. He's gonna, he is going to be delighted. Trust me. Okay. Thank you so much, Simon. You're most welcome. Good luck to you, and have a good night. Thank you, you too. All right, let's finish the show by a very fun question. I'm almost certain of what the answer will be, but I want to be double sure. So here it is. What's more important to you when you're dating? Physical attraction or emotional connection? Results next. What's more important to you when you're dating? Physical attraction or emotional connection? What is more important? So I posted that on my social media at One Radio. Check it out. 24-7, we guarantee it. We have the best team for that. So here are the results of the poll. 91% of you said emotional connection is more important than physical. And so therefore, only 9% said physical attraction is more important. Now, can I say one thing? This show is heard by more women than men, and you can tell. And I appreciate that. I don't think uh, we have the exact same number of listeners when it comes to women and men, or the result would be slightly different. Because for guys, if you're not attracted physically, I don't know how the emotional connection can be born. But that's just a guy's point of view. Thank you so much for voting, and have a good night. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.